Another one of the things that I think is leading to us towards the end times is uh, human enhancement. Mm -hmm. And you, you talk about a human enhancement revolution. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, the, okay. So, you know, transhumanism is really this big idea that we now have it within our hands to use um, very powerful fields of technology to take mankind into the next step in our evolution, genetics, robotics, artificial intelligence, nanotechnology, synthetic biology, neuropharmacology, a bunch of stuff that ends with the phraseology. Mm -hmm. We're going to use that to uh, transform and enhance humanity. Go to Google and type in human enhancement, and you will be astounded at how many hundreds of millions of dollars now are being invested in the idea that we are going to modify humanity. Last week, the Chinese, uh, our own director of national intelligence was interviewed, and he said, we have solid uh, information that the Chinese are biologically enhancing uh, their soldiers for battlefield performance. France, two days ago, said we're going to follow uh, China's lead on this, and we also are going to be committing money to biologically enhancing. But we also know, by the way, we've been doing this in the United States for probably 20 years. In the last 10 years, there hasn't been a single approved federal uh, funding budget for DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, that didn't include money for biologically enhancing our soldiers really? on the battlefield. Yeah, so they're already doing the testing, at least in the, in the, like the blueprint. Mm. What are some of the ways that you're seeing that the, the soldiers on the ground are going to be artificially well, enhanced? The, the, the darling of, of this right now is called BMI, brain-machine interface. Yeah. By the way, just in case you want to use it, uh, I brought an implantable microchip <laughs> kit wow. uh, that if you put this under your skin uh, and then programmed it through your computer, you'd be able to open your house by thought alone, you'd be able to start your car. You can do all kinds of things. Wow. Uh, this, few people in the world have this that, that are in the scientific community, and that's actually a CRISPR-Cas9 gene a, a, a knockout kit, a gene knockout kit. Uh, the two of the Nobel Prize winners this year are the ones who won Nobel Prize for designing CRISPR-Cas9. What is it? Technology. Yeah, what it, is a gene knockout? Kit? Oh, it's um, so CRISPR is like think of it as a high tech pair of scissors. Okay. So, and a lot of good could come out of this, by the way. Uh, but it, what it does is it allows you. This has both parts of the gene knockout kit. There's one part of it. It's a chemical synthesis that allows you to target a certain place in a DNA strand. So let's say you have mutagenic, uh, something's going on. You're developing cancer. They can literally take this, go to that DNA strand, and cut out that bad oh, okay. information. Wow. And then use the other part of the chemicals to butt-seam that DNA back together, and voila, we just got rid of your cancer. Wow. In Israel, right now, scientists are having 100% success rate in lab animals curing cancer wow. using CRISPR-Cas9. So it's, it's, it's great, right? There's a lot of good going to come out of it. But you can also make what is called germline <laughs> modifications to any living species with CRISPR technology uh, and what is called um, gene drive technology, which means you could create a version of humanity that has germline level changes okay. that will be passed forward into every preceding generation which will allow you to uh, drive out of existence any previous form of a life, a human, an animal, or whatever, and replace it with a new version Ooh. that you have created uh, through genetic engineering. Uh, so this right here, this represents, and these little vials, 
they represent a technology that I don't think has existed since the day of the Watchers, when all flesh became corrupt. Right. When animals and, and mankind both were modified in a way that everything being born down line mm -hmm. was changed in the way that the Watchers wanted. Now, why did they do that? Some people believe they were trying to stop the birth line of the Messiah. Yes. They, they actually believed in the, uh, what's called the Proto-Evangelium, the pre-preaching of the coming of the Messiah that would crush the head of the serpent, right? right? right. And so how would they stop that from happening? By, by making humans inhuman, making right. them something that right. God did not make, right. and then the bloodline couldn't be preserved right. for the birth of the Messiah. Uh, so uh, anyway, this is where we are today. Um, Human-animal chimeras being created in laboratories all around the world, including in the United States, tens of thousands of laboratories. Uh, models are being made. And the big question of, are we also going to use animal material integrated with humans, not just for pharmaceutical purposes, mm -hmm. right, like they're doing today, which right. is mostly what's driving it, but do we imagine that we can make humans entirely something different? Is that what China is doing now? We have intelligence that says this is true, and the Jasons, who are the, the most prestigious scientific body okay. in the world that offers advice to the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, they say this is the new arms race. Wow. That in the same way that America competed with the old Soviet Union during the, during the Cold War right. for nuclear supremacy, mm -hmm. this is it, and we have to get ahead of it, whether we like it or not, whether our ethicists tell us that it's a bad idea, we have to do it, otherwise we are gonna be dominated yeah. by these new forms of human in the near future.